Hello. How is everyone? I hope you had a wonderful weekend and you're enjoying your Monday. I hope that um, whatever you're going through out there, that this word will will encourage you because it encouraged me. And I have been going through a really hateful and perilous battle. And my children have gone through a hateful and perilous battle as well. Not just in the spirit, but also in the natural. And it has broken my heart and ripped uh, me in places that I didn't know I could be ripped and still function. Uh, but uh, when you're in a particular seat, you have to do things that you don't you don't even understand you have the power to do. All right. So uh, this is uh, Prophetess Karina uh, giving you a word today out of the book of James. This is the King James Version, chapter 5, verse 1 through 7, and I will read. Go to now, ye rich men. Weep and howl for your miseries that shall come upon you. Your riches are corrupted, and your your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver is cankered, and the rust of them shall be witness against you. And shall eat your flesh as it were fire. Ye have heaped treasure together for the last days. Behold, the hire of the laborers who have reaped down your fields, which is of you kept back by fraud, crieth. And the cries of them which have reaped are entered into the ears of the Lord. Ye have lived in pleasure on the earth and been wanton. Ye have nourished your hearts as in the day of slaughter. Ye have condemned and killed the just, and he doth not resist you. Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth and hath long patience for it until he received the early and latter rain. Be ye also patient, establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. Grudge not one against another, brethren, lest ye be (laughs) demons. Excuse me. Grudge not one against another, Brethren, lest ye be condemned. Behold, I'm sorry, someone made me, uh, gave me a little tickle. Lest ye be condemned. Behold, the judge standeth before the door. Take, my brethren, the prophets who have spoken in the name of the Lord for an example of suffering, affliction, and of patience. Behold, we count them happy which endure. Ye have heard of the patience of Job. And have seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. But above all things, my brethren, swear not, neither by heaven, neither by earth, neither by any other oath. But let your yea be yea, and your nay nay, lest ye fall into condemnation. 
Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Okay, I'm going to stop there. No, I'm not. I'm going to go ahead and read 15. And the prayer of, the, of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. And if, and if he have committed sins, they shall be for, they shall be forgiven him. Okay, I'm going to stop there. And I'm going to uh, grasp hold of another of the, of the spiritual meaning behind the letter. And I was supposed to stop at verse 7, but I went ahead to 14 just because I wanted you to see that the faith part of things. Because without faith in this recipe, this battle won't be, you won't be prepared for the battle. Faith shines a light on the situation. It removes the, the flow of the wicked. It confuses his movement, much like some Christians are confused by faith. So is the enemy. So if faith is confusing you, spend time meditating in the word and that will help in that area. Uh, but um, we are in some, basically I'm just saying we all have to grow. And it took me a growth process to get my faith to the point where I uh, would would move in it and flow uh, with it instead of against it. And that's a training process and it's hard and it is sometimes tedious, but it is definitely worth the work. And it is not really work because it's helping you every step of the way. It is, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. There is no weightiness to it. It is, it is, it is uh, a buoyant uh, a buoyant injection. It is and a buoyant injection means it it has uh, it's like you get an injection of um, happy happy sauce of some sort uh, when you go to a dentist and he gives you laughing gas. Maybe you don't get the injection, but you get it put over your over your nose. And faith. When it is at its full to its to its uh, matured level, gives you a joy that I almost cannot articulate. It gives you a joy because you are in the midst of the thick of things. Your enemy is haunting you and taunting you with their spicy old wonderful words and their hateful belligerent huffs and puffs but when they do that something instead of allowing me to become fearful something ignites me in the wrong direction <laughs> in the wrong direction of fear so in the right direction of faith but in the wrong direction which is my which would be my intrinsic 
my normal attitude toward it would be fear. Oh my goodness, these people are coming out against me. They're kicking my car and spitting in my food and 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 ripping my hair out of my head or ripping the oil off of it and and snatching my wigs and doing this and doing that. Of course, and burning this and burning that. I you know, making me burn my food up. I I would be angry with that. Uh, uh, and ordinarily or putting their arthritis on me or putting their sicknesses on me, putting stink on me, this, that, and the other. I would be angry with that. That would make anybody angry, uh, especially when it's done with belligerence and taunting and the hauntings of the enemy, threatening to blow your car up or threatening to, to beat your children to death, rape them to death, and so on and so forth. So with that said, we have to understand that there is a real enemy involved here. I don't want to make this sound too nice and too fluffy and too uh, as if I have not suffered along with you. I can't even lead you without helping you to understand that I'm right here in the battle with you, receiving wounds with you, uh, having my muscles cramped too, having my having snares of affliction put inside me and outside me too, having to rebuke the enemy's uh, traps and snares and pitfalls off my children and off myself and trying to hold myself and my household together while I hold children outside my household together. It's not easy is what I'm saying. So I'm not saying that when you walk by faith, it's going to be easy, but I am saying it is definitely worth trying to do. Because without it, you don't even have a fighting chance. An enemy who can rip your 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 giftings off of you so that you cannot protect yourself. An enemy who can rip your 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 ability, your money away from you so that you don't have the ability to protect yourself. If you can't, if you don't have money, you don't have a car to drive. If you don't have money, you don't have a weapon to buy. If you don't already own a weapon, that is. If you don't have money, you don't have a way to get food. Your livelihood is being taken away from you. And, and and you're and you're looking this way and you're looking that way and you're wondering how in the world am I going to make it? Is anybody else going through this besides me? And how are they doing it? How are they getting by? Have they blown their brains out because I'm at my wit's end? Please don't let me let me mislead you. I am feeling the the crunch and the munch of the enemy on my behind or the flames on my on my seat covering. But at the same time, I don't allow that fear to or that that which I feel cuz fear fear goes against what you I mean faith. Faith goes against what you fear. Faith goes against cuz he said cuz my word says fear not. If you fear them, if you fear your enemies worse than you fear me, I will turn my wrath uh, off of them and turn it on you. So I fear God more than I fear any enemy because they're going to do what they're going to do to you anyway. If I were even on the side of wickedness, I would still be uh, leery of going too far against God because once that switch comes out, that's a switch that uh, doesn't let up. It's a switch that doesn't give up. It's going to get it's it's just dessert out of your behind, in other words. And so with that said, 
that's the reason why faith is a formidable tool in any battle to use. And it will make you a mighty woman or a mighty man of valor. It did for King David. It did it for Solomon. It did it for Abraham. It did it for uh, so many other kings. Uh, Nehemiah, who had a double-fisted fight because his faith was steadfast and immovable and he did not care about the haunts and the taunts of his enemies, he was still able to build. And in the same way, if you if you don't ignore them necessarily, but if you are keeping yourself filled on filled up on spiritual wisdom, you won't have to uh, you won't have to be afflicted so much by. You won't have to be afflicted so much by uh, any other types, any anything else. So with that said, I'm going to go ahead and go into what I my uh, my other interpretation, okay? My not my interpretation, but the Lord's interpretation of that letter that I've just read read to you, and the letter that I've read to you is straightforward. So much of what I've what I have gleaned from this word is going to be straightforward as well. It's just going to be an, a reiteration, if you will, of what you've already heard. Except that I'm stopping at verse seven because I, I did the end before the beginning. And verse seven will be the meat of the situation. The wealth of the wicked is causing them misery. You've tried to save yourselves from the, from the inevitable by way of your imagined strength. But sometimes we like to say that I did this. Look at what I've done. Look at the wealth that I've gained for myself. I'm big this, big that, whoop-de-whoop-de-boo. You know how they do it in the music. You know, I, I you know, bad and bougie and so on and so forth. But the the real meat of the situation is when God is in it, you don't even have to do all of that all of that flexing and popping of your collar because the truth of the matter is the Lord's love is able to surpass, supersede uh, any, uh, any, uh, what is it? Grandiose that we have in our spirit. Any, um, you know, all pride. He supersedes that pride. So we don't have to put on airs to know that he's going to continue to provide for us. We just are grateful because of it. Your gold and silver is cankered and the rust of them shall be a witness against you and shall eat your flesh as it were fire. Ye have heaped treasure. Together for the last days. And my people are in great, are in a great deal of peril. Their families ripped apart, their livelihoods stolen from them. They are attacked by those they love, even having their own children turn against them. All while in their own minds ripped apart, 
all while, while trying to secure a living for themselves. We didn't think that Chaldean type enemies would come out against us. We didn't think that we were this close to the end times. I'm right there with you. I didn't see this coming like this. I saw some I saw some perilous times coming because I'm the one who 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 ushered that that who who, who struck the ground toward that uh that eye-opening ordeal, not just the one, but of many, one of many. Yeah, and still, I didn't see it like this. I had no way of preparing my children for this. So they're out here getting roughed up like you have no idea. They're getting roughed up. Life and death are in the power of your tongue right now. Life and death are in the power of your tongue right now. The Lord is going to secure your prophetic voice. The Lord is going to make make a way out of no way for you. If you are in a in a in a trapped situation, held at gunpoint, kidnapped, being sexually abused, or if you have a child that's being sexually abused, kidnapped by an enemy, and they're raping him or her to death on repeat, and turning and, and mingling and mixing their minds with all kinds of poison. I understand your plight. The Lord knows our plight. He knows where we are. And if they're poisoning your children against you, I definitely do understand your plight. My people are are in a great deal of peril. Their families ripped apart. Their livelihood stolen from them. They're attacked by those They love all while trying to secure a living for themselves. And as for the enemy, the rust of your silver and gold shall be a witness against you. The Lord is not happy with this. And he's not happy with you fighting with the wicked, fighting those who have no power on their side. Are you kidding me? They're fighting poor people. The wicked have money on their side and they're fighting poor people. Ripping the bottles out of our babies' mouths. You walking down the street trying to carry your, uh, 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 you don't have a car and you're trying to carry a bucket of milk and, and this and that from the grocery store and they, they'll come up and clobber you with a crowbar in the skull. They're beyond insolent. They're beyond reproach. This is beyond reproach. This is beyond reproach. There's no word that I've heard uh, any preacher preach that could help me with this. That I have heard before this point that helped me with this. All of the fluff and the frills and the meals or the snack packs that we're getting are not helping us with this. If you don't understand how to walk by faith, you won't make it through this happily or at all. 
You'll be sucking your life through a, a malted shake straw that is, is the size of a coffee stirrer. So with that said, it's time to open our eyes. It's time to walk in a different way. It's time to grasp hold of the currency of heaven or we're going to, if we don't stand for something, stand up to it was one of my words that I put out. Stand up to it. If we don't stand for something, you're going to fall for anything. And falling for anything means you get ran over. You either stand up to it or you get bulldozed. That's the only choice that we're going to have. And excuse me, and nobody worth their salt wants to get bulldozed off of their territory, out of their houses, out of their cars, out of their money, out of their uh, anything, out of their furniture that they just brought, having it stolen right off up under you or or anything. You don't want to get bulldozed out of anything at all. So I dare you, doomsday preppers who have sense beyond your years. I dare you to stand your ground. I dare you to do it by any means necessary. If there's martial law, let there be martial law. If the police can't handle your, your fight, then you get you are the police in that fight. You say, we can't even kill these enemies. We haven't seen anything like this before. I shoot it. And it, sh- it and it and it c- keeps coming. I run it over, and it keeps coming. Do you believe that this stuff is, exists? I've seen some things that I can't explain. I've heard some things that I can't explain. But I shared just a little bit, just a glimpse into that that hell for this purpose. We're going to have to operate in ways we have not seen before. We're going to have to operate in ways we have not seen before. And the Lord calls it secret places. So we're going to we're going to learn how to be stealth flyers if you will. And we're going to have to navigate above the noise. Navigate above the noise. We fly higher than the Chaldeans. We fly higher than as as high as the eagles. And we don't allow the enemy to come into our territory. So we're going to have to learn how to fortify up like never before. And the Lord is getting ready to give us the the ability to do that, because He knew they would be they would be uh they would come in in through our windows and through our doors. Have you heard about the Chaldeans? They'll come in through your windows, through your doors and infiltrate your your life, your uh, your private places. My home was invaded. My identity was stolen. My, 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 if they can steal your identity, they can steal your money. So they're stealing my money from me and my kids don't even understand what I'm going through. I'm, I'm looking for jobs. I'm fighting for my life. And they're saying, mom, we need money for this. Not understanding because they were ripping them apart too. And I might make this look easy because of the, the, the call that's on my life. But trust me, it wasn't easy. It isn't easy. You're going to hurt. Your heart's going to be broken. 
but you're going to have to do it anyway. You're going to have to stand your ground with a broke heart, with a contrite spirit, and with a, with a, with a, uh, who, an illumination that only the Lord can give. And that is the Holy Spirit and your faith. For it, for it is in him that we live, move, and have our being. And only he can make us steadfast and immovable. They are, okay. And so, um, the enemy will have, the enemies have money on their sides, on their sides. And so the Lord is saying their, their, their silver and their gold will rust. And shall, and we shall be a witness. The Lord, I'm sorry. And the Lord, and, uh, and the money, I'm sorry, and the rust of the money and the rust of the gold will be a witness against them and shall eat your flesh as it were fire. They're going to be consumed as fire. Ye have heaped treasure together for the last days. Behold, the hire of the laborers who have reaped down your fields, which is of you kept back by fraud crieth let me read that again behold the behold the hire of the laborers who have reaped down your fields which is of you kept back by fraud they're working and you're holding their money back by fraud by fraudulent means and they're crying and the cries of them which have reaped are entered into the ears of the Lord of Sabaoth. The Lord who supplies riches, the Lord who, who takes care of his children, the Lord who, is, who, who cares about the plight of the weak and the feeble and, and those who have no helper. They don't care if you're an orphan or if you're homeless. They'll rape and kill you too. Ye have lived in, they, 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 they count the poor as being obsolete. So if we are obsolete, because I'm the poor with you right now, not in other places, but in some places, maybe, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to, I'm not going to prophesy that. I am with you right now, but I'm not going to stay here. That's what I'm going to say. I am not going to stay here. If I'm going to be obsolete, I am going to fight for my right to have a place, a stage and presentation. I'm going to fight for my right to have a life that the Lord meant for me to have. I am going to stand my ground and fight for my inheritance, no matter what it takes. And I want you to have the same tenacity that I have in me. Because if you don't, you're not going to make it through this. I'm indignant. With righteous indignation shall it be so. But you're going to make it through this. You're going to make it through this. Because I decree and declare that this spirit that is in me is also in you. 
you have lived in pleasure on the earth. Okay, I, I, I had to give you an igniting word, at, but, igniting word right in the middle of what he's going to do to the enemy. You have lived in pleasure on the earth and been wanton. You have nourished your hearts as in a, as in a day of slaughter. Ye have condemned and killed the just, and he doth not resist you. They take our power away from us and kick us, or hit us with billy clubs. We, we're not even able to resist them. What kind of any enemy fights you like that? An Amalekite enemy. And an Amalekite enemy you have all kinds of rights against because even the Lord doesn't respect them. He hath respect unto the lowly because we're not just the lowly, but we're his children too. And I'm going to sign off and continue this in a second segment. But thank you for listening and thank you for hearing because this word is a transferring word. It's a transformative word. It's a word that's going to change the terrain or the, the or the trajectory of what you've been you've been going through and what you've been seeing thus far. I dare you to stay tuned. This is Prophetess Karina signing off. Hello, this is Prophetess Karina with a continuation from James chapter five, verse one through seven. And when I uh, at the beginning of the message, um, I did go read, did go ahead and read through to verse 14, just to give you the, the faith background on things. But uh, you can, and, and so in your spare time, feel free to read, read that all the way through and meditate on it a little bit. It'll bless you, I promise. All right, and so for the continuation of this word, I wanted to say, stand up to it. The Lord put in my spirit so strong, stand for something or you'll fall for anything. Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth and hath long patience for it until he receive the early and latter rain until he received the early and latter rain. So until you have received it by faith, until he has, until you have prayed and spoken it, declared it and given him praise before the end of the battle, and until you have then possessed the promise. And so be ye also patient, establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. Grudge not one against another, brethren, lest ye be condemned. Behold, the judge standeth before the door. So don't 
don't don't let don't let the the battle get to you to the point where you start fights inside your own your own wealthy place because strife takes away from you and it'll deplete it it will deplete your blessings but it won't if it is in for if it is uh enforced upon you or imposed upon you oppressed upon you by your enemies because the lord already knew that that was going to happen uh for example if that were you know i'm i'm going to give you an example of that abraham and lot uh, they were both wealthy family members and they were traveling together but they got into a squabble over territory and over land and so uh the inevitable inevitable had to happen. They had to have an argument about it or they didn't have to have an argument, but they did. They had an argument about it. And so one decided to go this way and the other decided to go that way. And you don't come the way that I'm going and I won't go the way that you're going. And so that's how they worked that out. And but they were both wealthy men and it did not deplete their resources. But I don't know who started the squabble. Okay, so if you're the one who are initiating squabblings in 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 your home and and you're causing you're causing all kind of strife inside your home, please understand that the Lord is not happy with that, especially if He already has His His hand on on His particular pupil, and you're beating them along with Him. He won't be happy with you for doing that. So if that if somebody is using you to do that, please pray over yourself that the Lord will forgive you and that he will pardon your iniquity. Because if you don't pray that prayer, you don't know what's coming your way. And he has a special special switch. And that's not I don't use a switch lightly. Because when the Lord gives you a whooping, it's a life whooping. It's a lesson. And that whipping will hurt you for the rest of your days if you don't know how to make a comeback from it. We have to know how to make comebacks from spankings, from God-fearing spankings. Because they hurt, and they hurt deep, and they hurt long. But they are, because they because he loves you is the reason why you get that spanking. And if you don't learn from, learn the lesson, You'll be that you'll be destined to repeat it again and again and again and again. That's what it that's what it's that's what it's like to learn through the Lord. So be a quick learner and not a slow learner. Otherwise, you'll be on the cycle for a long time, you know, on that little hamster wheel for a long time, running and getting nowhere, running and getting nowhere in this in, in a relationship that's abusive and getting nowhere. Yeah, go, uh, uh, going to trying to find a man and he won't he won't give you the time of day and you think it's you you think it's uh something that's going on with him but it's really you and you you you, somebody has messed up your thinking and you're on this treadmill and you're on the treadmill and you're on the treadmill you're saying who messed up my thinking or who did this to me and who did that to me you're doing it to you if you if you if you choose to be a victim you're doing it to yourself we have to choose to come out of victim victimizations and a victim in a victimized mindset. Don't let people make a victim out of you. I I got that lesson when I was watching a Ray Charles movie. 
the movie, the, the, the documentary, documentary. I can't even say that right now. The documentary, <laughs> the documentary, <laughs> uh, of Ray Charles. And, uh, his mother told him never let life make a victim out of you. And I saw that movie and I never forgot it. Cause I thought to myself, I've been through rough stuff too. So I can relate to that. And I adopted that. And I said, you know what? I don't want life to make a victim out of me either. I don't want a hurt childhood or uh, the hurts from my childhood par uh, parents to follow me for the rest of my life. I don't, I don't want, and it won't. Because once you make a decision, it won't happen. So I made that decision at that time. I don't want all those past, uh, past afflictions to come with me anywhere else. I drop you off back there. Like my mind dumps, dumps trauma, I'ma dump that trauma and dump you with it. So, uh, if people are choosing, like Lot was choosing to uh, uh, be an abuse to Abraham, if, they're cho if you have your family, family members nipping at your ankles and nipping at your back and nipping at you, your life and not happy that you're trying to make a, a, a progressive move forward, you're going to have to drop them off. You're going to have to move solo. You're going to have to decide, me and my family, as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. If you are at, if you are in opposition of that, I would politely ask that you go your way. And sometimes they don't want to hear it politely. Sometimes they don't want to do it in a polite manner. So in which case you're going to have to push the envelope. If you won't hear my words, I won't be speaking to you anymore. All I have to do is say it one time. Lot and Abraham didn't continue to argue about that over and over and over again. I only remember one argument was, was spoken of in the word. And then they, they parted ways. But Lot ended up in a place where there were, there, it just wasn't not, it was not a healthy environment for him or his family. So sometimes you, you need to be careful not to allow strife to have you end up in unhealthy places because strife if if meditated on can can uh, produce an unhealthy atmosphere for you i don't know if lot was hurt i don't know what happened what the details were but i I would presume because of the atmosphere that he ended up in, that there was some sort of an unhealthy uh, relationship. And so uh, he parted ways with him because he didn't have the same, maybe the same conviction as Abraham. I don't know. I don't know what it was. But we don't care what it was. What we do care about is that it's what you meditate on. Your thoughts carry you. Make no mistake about that. Thoughts are electronic. 
They are electronic. Yeah, I meant to say electronic. They actually run on electricity. And so that energy surges out into the atmosphere and it creates a rift in the atmosphere that causes something to come back to us. And that rift is like a, a rock when you throw it in the water and it makes a ripple, a rippling effect. Well, that's the same effect that strife has in our lives and that meditating on strife has in our lives. So for those who operate in that way, now you understand why, th why that is a continual treadmill in your lives. And some are okay with that. I can't presume that everybody wants better than that. I'm just, I'm speaking to spirits who want better. Because you're going to have to want this to, uh, to grasp hold of it. You're going to have to apply this to grasp hold of it. You're going to have to do, not just, excuse me, not just here. Please pardon me. I just, <laughs> yes. So anyway, you're going to have to want it bad enough to apply this to your everyday lives, to make it a, just like you do an exercise plan, to make it a daily, uh, not ritual, but to make it just at least, at the very least, pray over yourselves when you wake up in the morning and go your way. Read your Bible as you have time and make the time to do it. Uh, listen to it on a, on your headphones in the night watches. Sometimes I, I like to relax to music. So if I don't feel like reading right then, I'll listen to some praise and worship music. There's word in that music. We get it how we get it. But how, whatever you're feeding yourselves with, and I'll be feeding myself in a greater way going, per, going forward, make sure you fee, fill up your plate, which with that, that is going to help you. Okay? We can balance it out. We don't have to go to extremes. You know, you can listen to whatever you listen to, jazz music on the side, whatever. But be steadfast and immovable with your heart toward the Lord. That's what he's looking at. All right. And so let me reiterate. Take my brethren, the prophets who have spoken in the name of the Lord for an example of suffering, affliction and patience. Behold, we count them happy which endure. Ye have heard of the patience of Job. So we're going to stop there for a second. Job had to go through all kinds of hurtful, harmful situations. His children were killed and all of them were killed. And then he had to, he had to then uh, trust that the Lord would, even though he went through a depressive uh, season, and his wife turned on him. When you're hurt, why is it that the enemy tries to really bite into you with an alligator clamp? Because he knows you're already hurting. And so he wants to use that extra affliction to make you denounce God, to turn away from the Lord. 
to say, throw your hands up in a fit of rage and say, I am finished with this. But the devil is a liar. And so are you, so it's any Satan that he would use. You're not that big. <laughs> my God is so big, I wouldn't even be sitting here if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side. And have, okay, so Job saw all kinds of perilous times, but he came out on the other side with even more and doing better than he was, than he ever imagined possible. He got his beautiful wife back and had some more beautiful children and lived happily ever after, I guess, because I don't hear any more problems, <laughs> you know, after that. And actually had a wife who was a um, who made him a, a, a made him a great name in the uh, um, in his kingdom. Because she was a, a, a woman of control, self-control, and a woman who uh, was um, respected and respectable. And her husband, therefore, was also respected because of the woman who was behind him. And have seen the end of the, of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. So he pities his he pities those who are his children or not. You don't have to be his children for him to pity you. But he'll and so he'll have mercy. He's tenderhearted toward those who are being afflicted by an oppressive enemy or many oppressive enemies. Your heart is broken. You you want to wrench your clothing. You don't understand why it is why this did this happen to me, but you won't let it become an offense. Don't let life make a victim out of you. It's hard to do, but it's easy to do if you think about it this way. This is faith right here. Cuz I that's when you're in your feelings right there. But faith says come out of your feelings. Be steadfast and movable. Come to a higher place in your mind. Rise up higher and speak to yourself over, but with the word of God. Speak to yourself with hymns and songs in heavenly and in earthen vessels. Let the, let the music minister to you. Speak to yourselves. And there was a woman that used to sing a song that I sung to myself through this whole uh, situation. I don't know the artist's name, but that song ministered to me. And it said, sometimes you need to encourage yourself. And sometimes you need to speak victory during the test. And no matter how you feel, you can speak a word and be healed. Speak over yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Oh, in the Lord. 
And that song I sing to myself, and it reminds me of King David. Because King David spoke to himself. He encouraged himself. He lost his wife and they had to, had taken her captive. And they'd done, maybe done the same with his children. And he came back from a, already, he was already exhausted and tired from a battle. And they put him through even more peril. But he, he prayed and then he spoke over himself. That is a heart that is contrite. That is a spirit that is steadfast and immovable. And that is what we have to, you have to just take it out of the word and put it into yourself. What King David had, I want that. I put that on. I take it and I'm using it for my life too. Me too, Jesus. What Abraham had, I want that. Me too, Jesus. Put that on me. What Jeremiah had, put that on me. What Job had, that that steadfast and immovable faith, I'll take it. This is how we walk by faith. He gave us the manual. He gave us the blueprint. He gave us the word. That word is still alive. It's true and tried, or that Bible would not be be so relevant today. And that's what helps me along. When I think about the goodness of God and what he's brought me through and to, I cannot help but look at my enemy and laugh. Because if I, with the with my pants on fire, made it through all of that, a, a, a burning a fox with her tail on fire, made it through all of that, I can make it through this too. And so can you. If I can do it, so can you. I'm just a person. The Lord is no respecter of persons. I'm a person just like you're a person, but one that He uses. And that he uses in a strong way because I've had to come through some strong stuff. That's the only difference between me and you. I was born for such a time as this. So he may have put more Breathe more air in my direction up under my wings because of the affliction that was the more in the beginning of my life. I wasn't supposed to make it through that. Emza had to come to my rescue. So what I'm saying is the truth. So Job, again, was steadfast and immovable. And the Lord had mercy upon him and brought him out of all of his afflictions. But above all things, my brethren, swear not, neither by heaven, neither by the earth, neither by any other oath, but by the Lord. By the Lord. Let what he says be the truth and every man a liar. Let what he says be the truth and every man a liar. And with that said, I just gave you a word 
that's going to change what you're seeing right now. I know it hurts. I know it's been perilous. I know it's been long, but fear not. You're coming into a brand new season. It's a new season. It's a new day. And it is. And it's coming your way right now. This is a right now word. This is is recording right now because this is a right now word. And I want you to take it right now, just like you go into the Bible and you read uh, of a, of a, uh, a strong prophetess named Deborah or Dinah or any prophetess that you can find or an, a, a powerful prof, prophet, Elijah or Elisha, glean from them, take from them. The Lord put those examples in the earth in that word for you to glean from, for you to learn behind, for you to pick up those treasures that they've dropped off for you. Don't take them lightly. Those are weighty, weighty treasures. Wash yourself with that gold. Because it will bless you. And the blessing is on the way. Your inheritance is on the way. What do you have to do to get your inheritance? Fight for it. Stand up. Fortify your boundary lines. Go to war. Get on a rampage about it. Go to war against your enemies on, in the word. Don't go to war with a gun and a knife and a spoon and a for- pitchfork. Some people might want to eat. But go to war. Go to war. Go to war, (laughs) excuse me, go to war with your word. This is not funny, but, you know, we have to we have to make light of the enemy so that he doesn't have too much weight in our lives because he doesn't carry that much weight. Not for real. Use your word. It's weighty, too. I dare you to use your word. I dare you to speak, pray and decree and declare it of your lives. And until next time, I love you. This is a transformative word and it's a resurrecting word. And the Lord is resurrecting you right now. In Jesus name, I command it to be so immediately.